Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is September the 3rd, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. The vibes are nice, they're tight. Uh, let's see, speaking of tight, my budget. I did some grocery shopping. Uh, overall, you know, we just got some essentials. It was one of the, it, I like looked at my bill, you know, it was like maybe like 46 bucks, whatever. So it's technically not bad at all. Right. But I looked at my groceries and I'm like, man, there's just like nothing in here. It's like some, some salad and some, some, uh, meat and, uh, like trash bags. Felt like it was like, that's all I more or less got. Um, so that was a little bit of a bummer. It's nice when you come home with like a big bushel of groceries and you're just like, yeah, I only paid like 50, 60 bucks for all that. Um, but then again, I had, like I said, I had trash bags. Also, I had, like, energy drinks because I'm an addict. Uh, I need the caffeine and the taurine and whatever other weird thing they're shoving in these drinks. I love them. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it is what it is. We're doing all right. We're doing good. It's nice and cozy. It's a very chill Sunday. Hopefully, it's a fun day. Maybe I even get a nap in. The possibilities are truly endless. So I'm trying to be uh, positive, you know, glass half full type of guy. Uh, let's see here. Um, is there any other personal news now besides my grocery list? No, 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 no. Let's see. We're going to go ahead and do our nice little startup, nice little cozy little opener, and then uh, we'll go ahead and get into some news. Oh, yes, and also I wanted to give another special shout-out to Alexa for coming on the podcast uh, yesterday. That was amazing. It was awesome. It was fun. I uh, love when people, you know, are down to network, down to clown, have a good time, and talk about some news, talk about, you know, whatever. So, um, you know, definitely if you're, you know, listening and feeling frisky, hit me up. Let me know. You can go down. Okay, let's talk about some news. From Al Jazeera, dozens of people injured in clashes between rival Etrian groups in Israel. More than 100 people have been injured in clashes between rival groups of protesters from Etrea in the Israeli city of Tel Aviv, with the police firing warning shots in the air to disperse demonstrators. Fighting broke out on Saturday after hundreds of Etrians critical of their government approached a venue where pro government where a pro government event was being held protesters broke through barriers and smashed windows of police and other cars as well as windows of nearby stores they were also able to enter the venue near the train embassy and smash up chairs and tables uh, and then also you know on the other side people who were pro um, the train government who were you know refugees here, were you know fighting back they had clubs they were you know fighting against um you know the people who were protesting and then also i think too everyone kind of got caught up in the melee when you know the police got involved uh let's see here if i can find my highlight part uh just a bit of a background on atreya uh president isaias afriki uh, 77, has ruled Etrea since it gained independence in 
Asmara has never held elections. Political parties are banned and freedom of expression and the press are heavily restricted. There is neither a parliament or independent courts or civil organizations. In addition, there is a strict mandatory military service and a forced labor system from which many trans flee abroad. Um, so, I mean, I think people were really upset at Israel, too, that were coming out to protest because it's like, well, why did you guys like, OK, this event like this guy is a dictator. This is a celebration event for Atreyan governments, you know, like in, in him, like, like, why are you guys supporting this? And they came out and, you know, shit just really hit the fan. Um, also, they've they've described this regime as um, the North Korea of Africa. So, I mean, that's definitely saying something. But um, yeah, I yet again, and I know that the, these are these hot takes. I don't know, man, but. I do not like Israel's reaction kind of post this. I definitely understand getting involved, breaking it up. I'm glad that it didn't seem like there was any death toll numbers, so that's good. But um, it just immediately after, you just hear Netanyahu, you hear the right, you know, ring coalition that's in Israel just immediately arc up saying like, hey, we need to like do mass deportations. We don't even care about the civil rights. Like, fuck our constitution, actually. Just throw that shit out. Let's get people out of here. And it's... It's the same kind of energy that, that, that is put out against the Palestinian people. It's put out against any people that are not Israeli. And it's just like, and then you talk about the Israeli people, you are stripping democratic rights from them as we speak. So it, it is a very frustrating situation to see how governance is being, you know, uh, dispersed in Israel. But uh, learning about Atreya has been interesting. So, you know, I'll take that for myself. Gets me a little foothold there in the conversation. So, yeah, we're living and learning, y'all. Um, hopefully things get better there, die down there, but you know how it is. Things get hot. Oh, okay, next thing is loading up. Come on. Here we go. Thank you, Internet. Uh, next story from CNN. Death investigated at Burning Man while 70,000 festival attendees remain stuck in Nevada desert after rain. Authorities are investigating a death at the Burning Man Festival in the Nevada desert as thousands of people remain trapped on the site after heavy rains inundated the area and created thick ankle-deep mud which sticks to campers' shoes and vehicle tires. Attendees were told to shelter in place in the Black Rock Desert and conserve food, water, and fuel after a rainstorm swamped the area, forcing officials to halt any entering or leaving of the festival. Um, now, if you're not familiar with Burning Man, that's fair. Uh, I'm sure you know my listeners probably are, though, for the most part. But it's a very big festival. Uh, it's very, like, I, I guess, a communal experience. Uh, as the name suggests, they do have, like, this huge burning, like, or this huge statue guy, and, like, they eventually, like, light his ass on fire, and it's not actual human, of course, but, like, a big old monumental statue. Uh, but there's a lot of fire involved, people are dancing in the desert, uh, scantily clad, it's, it's very cool, it looks like Dune, I always looked at that shit and was like, that looks very raw, uh, I'm very dusty, but not like in a bad way, but like it was like dust steampunk. I don't know. It, it, it's cool. Dope. But um, it is a very big festival. 
people, you know, really kind of shape their whole year and personality around it to some extent, some people, and hey, go off. If you enjoy this, if this is your your people, your your exodus, whatever, then awesome, go off, you know? And um, they more or less just make a city out in the desert, and um, there's like a lot of music, a lot of performances, cool shit going on. Uh, you see a lot of structures getting built up and things of that nature. So it's, it's very cool. But uh, this year, yeah, apparently there was a lot of rain. Uh, let's see. The remote area in northwest Nevada was hit with two to three months worth of rain, up to 0.8 inches in just 24 hours between Friday and Saturday morning. Uh, also, I believe that they got hit with more rain this afternoon on Sunday. Yes. So... Uh, you know, it's it's been rough. People have had to hunker down. Uh, essentially, a lot of the events have just been canceled. Uh, people, it's been reported, had to make like this five-mile walk to get to a road, to get to like some sort of civilization, like a hotel, just to find out it's like, oh, yeah, we're already booked out. Like, you know, we're, we don't have any room. So, you know, it's just been a lot of on-the-ground work to kind of get things coordinated, get things together. They've had to get, like, ATVs and stuff like that, a lot of assistance. Uh, but no details so uh, as of yet on the person who died. Uh, I don't have a name or what caused it. But, uh, you know, if I do find out anything, I'll definitely keep you posted. A little bit of a side story to it. I, I, I saw a video of Diplo in, like a, like, a truck or something with Chris Rock. Apparently... You know, they got picked up or Chris Rock was already there. I don't know, whatever. And, uh, you know, save them from walking. But people describe the walking conditions like you are literally walking with cement shoes because it just cakes to your feet. And I've seen videos of people wrapped up in trash bags walking because it's just the mud is just so thick and deep in areas that you're just going to get covered and potentially not even get out. Like, you know what I mean? They just get too tired to get through, you know? Um, but yeah, bikes getting stuck, all kinds of shit. So it's definitely a big mess. Uh, hopefully people are staying well, staying safe. It is neat though. I think there are some people who are so die hard for this shit that they are prepared for like the worst case scenarios. So like they're not loving it, but they're doing okay. They're making the most of it. They're still like people making like mud structures. So, I mean, that's cool. Um, you know, in the day, I don't want to cramp the style Man, I couldn't imagine, though, spending, I think, like, the, the cheapest ticket is, like, 500-something. The most expensive is, like, maybe over 1,000. Just to get stuck in the mud? Pfft, no, thank you. <laughs> All right, we got some more news from The Insider. Indiana cop gets $35 ticket for running over and killing a man crossing the street and his fifth on-duty crash. Mr. fucking Magoo over here. An Indiana police officer got a $35 ticket for hitting and killing a local attorney with his police car. Fort Wayne Police Sergeant Joshua Hardup hit Henry Najiski with his car at an intersection of Calhoun Street and Main Street in Fort Wayne on April 19th as he crossed the street. Uh, Najeski died three days later from his injuries after what was the fifth on-duty crash of Hardup's career. Najeski's niece, Hannah Reed, sent a TikTok video that she has paid steeper parking tickets in the area 
than um, the penalty that Hardup will have to pay for her uncle's death. This man didn't even lose his license. He gets to just go back out into the world and do this to some other family. He hasn't even apologized. How does my family seek justice from this? How does anything get better? The system is so fucking broken and I'm tired of it. I feel you. I fucking feel you. Um, it is upsetting as hell that this this man has a history of making these kind of mistakes. And I, I, I don't, I do want to say this is a loophole how this guy gets out of it. But uh, I mean, essentially the prosecutor, Mike Alexander, he comes out and says that, well, the guy wasn't drunk and um, he wasn't on drugs. So um, because he wasn't speeding, it's all on, it's all good. Like, I guess that the, there's no um, negligent homicide law, a law common in some other states with which someone can be charged for carelessness that leads to someone's death. So um, the office filed a civil infraction against Hartup for failure to yield to a pedestrian. So, I mean, essentially, there's like they just gave him a slap on the wrist for this because it's just how their laws are set up. And I guess for the family, the best they maybe can do is a civil lawsuit for this. But this is a police officer. This person is supposed to be protecting and serving, and instead they're fucking swerving. Like I don't, I don't fucking get it. I don't fucking understand, dog. It, it's ah, like I don't even think that there's been any like infraction on him. Like I don't think he is off the beat. Like he he's not working a desk. He's just. He's allowed to do his job, as far as I know. There's no information that's been put out as to say otherwise either. It, it, that's so infuriating. I can't imagine being in that family. And it's one of those things, too, where it's just like, damn, like, you already got to worry about when you, you go outside and cross the street, you, you, you do the cross, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, and it could be anyone who does it. And sure, when you're dead, you're dead. But could you imagine in the post of you dying it's a police officer, and he just gets to walk off with a ticket? Ooh, 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 if ghosts are a thing, I'm haunting you. I'm just saying, I'm haunting you. <laughs> Honest and for sure. <laughs> All right, I got one more thing to cover before I let you go. Uh, you know me, I'm going to take my last little break. gotta say this is a news one though i don't like this is not good news for me i i don't i don't like the news i'm about to give you guys and gals and hippies uh from cnn marijuana users have more heavy metals in their bodies and that is not um some kind of cool sentimental figurative compliment uh, and that's over for me uh but let's let's get into it users of marijuana has statistically higher levels of lead and cadmium in their blood and urine than people who do not use weed a new study found also i like how they kind of bounce around in the verbiage here they like cnn i feel like mostly uses marijuana um they don't say cannabis which i personally don't care i call it whatever people want to call it um i know some people feel like oh that's that's uses that's a de derogatory use and you should just use cannabis you should like never use weed because i was always like you know a derogatory term like i said i don't fucking care but um Compared to non-users, marijuana users had 
higher levels of lead in their blood and 20, 21% higher levels in their urine. Uh, this is from the lead author, Tiffany Sanchez, an assistant professor of environmental health sciences at Columbia University Mailman School of Public Health in New York City. That's a long-ass title. Uh, marijuana users also had a 22% higher cadmium level in their blood than non-users and 18% levels in their urine. Uh, let's see, both cadmium and lead stay in your body for quite a long time. Cadmium is absorbed in the renal system and is filtered out through the kidney. So when you're looking at a at urinary cadmium, that's a reflection of the total body burden. How much you have taken in over a long period of chronic expo exposure. Uh, let's see, cadmium had been linked to kidney disease and lung cancer in people and fetal abnormalities in animals. And that's according to the EPA. Um, so yeah, that's not good. I don't, I don't like hearing that. Now they say the reason for this is, is that, um, cannabis is a hyper accumulator. So in some ways that's considered a good thing. Like the way like marijuana grows, it can grow just like long roots. It can be like very absorbent. And I mean, you can use it. I, apparently they used it to like, like at least hemp or what have you to, um, like sop up like radioactive soil and stuff like Chernobyl and it was like very effective. So in that regard, it's just like a plant and like using it that it has a really good agricultural use or just like use in the world. But in the body, that can be a problem because it's absorbing, you know, while it's growing even into its stock, into its leaves, all of this like metal material and then you know, little old people like me are putting it in their bowls and lighting it up. Um, so yeah, you know, you can say I'm Heavy Metal Mario now, for better or worse. Uh, I'm also, you know, filled with plastics as well. You know, I'm just, I'm just a guy, you know, a regular old American. But, um, I don't know. It's definitely a bummer to hear this news. It's definitely a bummer to share it. But... It's nice to learn about it, and it's it also has, like, a, a more deeper conversation then about, like, saying, hey, we should really work on making sure that these kind of metals and stuff aren't in our soils. We do better with that. Also, uh, it has a conversation of, like, how your weed is grown, like, it, making this completely legal and then having it medicinally grown and made, I think, definitely lowers the likability that you're going to have metals in your weed. So I think that's a, a big conversation point to really have about it. I know maybe some people might see this and go, oh, well, weed is just even worse now. It doesn't do anything good for you. But I, th I think that's a bad takeaway. So that's another reason why I wanted to have this conversation. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, definitely one I would love to hear more uh, feedback on. Uh, for sure, for sure. But I mean, as for me, am I still going to keep on? Yes, yes, yes. A thousand times yes. I'm never going to stop um, until like a doctor's like, no, 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 no. Don't do that no more. Man, then maybe. <laughs> but until then, we're just going to keep on rocking in the free world, baby. Um, but yeah, that, that's all we have. That's the episode today. That, that's all we got. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being a friend. And hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.